you can do it all. I really do believe in you. But let me tell you, there is a difference between getting it all done and doing it all. Okay, the former is absolutely focused on checking off all the items on your to-do list, right? Doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, right? The latter is actually more about doing that, which is most important. It's about getting the things done that absolutely need to be done. Okay, and today I want to introduce you to one of the six queens um, that destroy your business. Okay. Um, there are six deadly Queens in your life and in your business. And today I'm going to introduce you to one of them. She is the queen of doing too much. Okay. And she gives you this insane drive, right? Okay. You've got to do this. You've got to post there. You've got to be here. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Right. Because, you know, obviously like your, your ideal clients aren't all in one place. So you've got to post on all of them or, um, obviously this is the best way to go and the, the really successful people do it this way. So, you know, she's the one that's driving you with those thoughts saying you have to do it this way because this is the way that it's done. And she's not your best friend. In fact, she's leading you on a path to burnout. So today we're going to talk about this queen and how to overcome all the messages, all the things that she's telling you. Thanks for joining us on episode 10. In this podcast, we explore how doing all the right things, having everything in order, doing it all, and hustling don't actually help us really make an impact or achieve our goals, as well as what actually does. This podcast is for people who want to know that living a vibrant, inspiring life isn't easy or comfortable, but so much more. I'm your coach, Cosette, and this is More Than Enough. Hey, beautiful soul. If you've listened to a lot of podcasts or even one today, I know you get a lot of leave a review and rate on iTunes. And I know you're busy. Your time is valuable. So I'm only going to ask you to leave one review on someone's podcast today, just to show gratitude for the impact it's had on your life. Of course, I would love it if you rate and leave a review for this podcast, the More Than Enough podcast. But either way, please just reach out and rate and leave a review for just one podcast today. Deal? Okay, deal. Now let's get to it today. Welcome to episode 10 of More Than Enough. Oh my goodness, today's topic is a crazy one. So um, to give you some backstory, okay, I recently got back from France, okay? We spent a week, my husband and I spent a week in France, um, just enjoying the scenery, enjoying the culture and life there. And I used the time to really, really start getting inside the heads of some, some of the people that live there. Um, so we specifically spent our time in smaller towns speaking French (laughs) as much as we could. And, oh my goodness, I learned so, so much from these people. And especially as it relates to work. Okay. So I'm going to share some of those secrets with you to kind of help with this crazy speed. Okay. If you guys have seen, um, Man, I love this movie. I watched it so many times. Okay, The Greatest Showman. Um, I just it just spoke to me, and I love this movie. And 
and while this isn't my favorite song in the movie, the song where he, he's lost everything, he's lost his wife, and he comes and he's, you know, the the people from his show came and said, hey, like, this was our family, you gave us everything, and, and he kind of reflects on what this was all for in the first place, and, you know, he talks about this crazy speed of always wanting more, right, and so, and then he's like, you know, and when I stop and, and look at you, I remember what all this was for, right, and and I think sometimes we get so lost in being the queen of doing too much that we forget what it's all for, right? I don't know how many of you are guilty of this. I definitely am. Um, and we, oh my goodness, okay, so this is one of the six queens, okay, I have six queens um, that <laughs> kind of destroy our businesses, actually, Um they signify a lack of focus um, and sometimes some limiting beliefs we have internally. And this one that we're talking about today specifically is the queen of doing too much. So, you know, if you're kind of like that person who just so much going on and it, and it hurts you when you're like, man, I'm going to lose a full day of work. How am I ever going to keep up with that? And, oh, I've got so much on my plate to do. And you just find yourself looking forward to that time in your day where you can start checking things off your list and getting things done, right? And, and I mean, that may not always be doing too much, but, but when it's kind of overwhelming and overtaking the rest of your life, okay, especially in your thoughts, think about how much your work is in your thoughts, okay? So we're going to get into some time management techniques and, and my spin on this is not necessarily takes tips and tricks and hacks and all the things you can do to get more done in your day, right? Because usually that's a symptom of another problem. So, and, and this was definitely the case for me, right? Um, a lot of times in American culture, it's this messaging that to be valuable and to be important, we have to do and accomplish things, right? So it's the person who takes the most classes and gets A's on all of them and the person who works hours to you know pay off their debts like yeah I got out of debt and I you know but they were working 16 hour days to pay it off right so the the story behind the scenes and we celebrate that right and Americans we celebrate that oh look at you hustling and working for your dream look how amazing you are and how much of a hard worker you are right how many times have either you used this phrase or you've been praised for how much of a hard worker you are? Is that, is that that's a good thing? Um, and here's the crazy thing. Like in, in France, okay, we're starting to get into the mindset of, of getting it all done. Okay. So in France, this, this is a crazy part. They, um, they know how to celebrate. <laughs> so I love this about, about the French and I wish, you know, we would, we would start to incorporate this a little bit more in America. So in France, their average work week is 35 hours. That's it. 35 hours a week. End of story. Okay. They don't pull these 60 hour weeks like we do in America. Right. And it's not, they don't do that. And the crazy part is they have less burnout. Okay. When you are the queen of doing too much, you are going to get burnt out. And the problem with burnout, especially in business, is 
and in family life for that matter, right? The problem with burnout is that you're doing it consistently, you're doing it consistently, and it's so much and it's crazy, but you're getting it all done, right? And then as soon as something happens, your kid gets sick, um, there's a vacation planned, something throws off your schedule, all of a sudden you start dropping balls. And if you don't drop balls, you just get burned out because it's too much, right? There's so much going on. And if you do start dropping the balls, then you start getting depressed and frustrated. How am I ever going to do this, right? And it's just too much, okay? And anyway, so this, back to kind of what the French do. And I love this because studies have started coming out showing that as far as productivity goes, people are the most productive when they work 25 to 35 hours a week. That's it. Everything you do past that is not productive, right? It's just menial labor. I mean, think how many times you check Facebook or Instagram, like, oh man, I need a break, right? And then you get on and you you kind of just waste your time uh, surfing the internet, looking for things and 30 minutes, an hour later, you're like, oh man, I got to get back on track, right? You start wasting time because your brain needs a break. Look at, let's look at it this way. Your brain is a muscle, right? I mean, it is. It's a fact of life. Your brain is a muscle. And just like every single muscle in your body, it gets worn out, okay? And Americans are fantastic at putting so much on our plates that our, the muscle of our brains just gets tired, okay? So if you've ever had just an amazing workout, right? You've just done something and it's just worn your body out, right? <laughs> There's a point where you literally can't, you know, pick something up. Like your arm muscles are so tired. You're like, oh, honey, I c- you can't pick your kids up because you're just like, my, I'm too tired. I can't do that, right? And if you try to pick your kids up, it's like this half-hearted effort and you literally can only go so far. You can't pick them up all the way because your muscles are too tired, right? The same thing is true with your brain your brain gets tired. It can only be so creative and problem solving in a day. Okay. The rest of it is just menial tasks. Okay. So if you're trying to work to really give your best, you only have approximately four hours a day of optimal brain time. And so this mindset of I've got to get it done, I've got to get it done, I've got to get this all done, right? You're wearing your brain out. You're, you're almost weakening it. You're not strengthening it. You're like weakening it. You're hurting it. And you don't think of a strained muscle, right? Where you've overworked it or you've overstretched it, right? And then it just kind of hurts and you need to let it heal, right? If you're trying to do too much, you're going to end up doing more harm than good for your brain. And and kind of running through our, our model, our colors model, right? You have this internal story of, I've got to do more. I, I have to do all this. I've got to get this all done or what, or you're not going to be successful or you're not going to be important and valuable, right? I, I mean, or what you have to do this. Why, why do you have to be doing this? Um, and, and think about the story. How does it make you feel, right? You kind of get in this anxious state to get things done you have a hard time taking a break you have a hard time playing because you've got to get it done right so so you start doing more you start putting more on your plate you know you're posting on instagram and on facebook and you're on twitter and and you're writing blog posts and just doing so many things and feeling frustrated when they're not getting the results you want right the spinoff is that you're not actually seeing the sales that you want 
And it's actually because you're doing too much. It's not because you're not doing enough. It's not because you're not everywhere, right? I cannot tell you how many people that I talk to and work with who are on every single social media platform. They're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook. And they tell themselves it's because they, you know, it's like, oh, well, the people on, some people who are on Twitter aren't on Instagram or Facebook. And some people who are on Facebook aren't on Instagram or Twitter or Instagram. And some people on Instagram aren't on Facebook or Twitter. And that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. But my question is this, why is it so important to get every single person on every single platform? If you can't convert and serve people on one platform, what makes you think you're going to be able to do it by adding two more platforms on top of it? Guys, they each take about 30 to 40 minutes a day if you use your time strategically. And if you're not using your time strategically, an hour or more per platform. Guys, this is crazy. Okay, this mindset of of trying to get it all done, right? It makes us the queen of doing too much. And in doing too much, we receive very little. Okay. More doing more work does not equal more results. It equals burnout and frustration and less results. Okay. Less equals more. Do less. You'll end up succeeding more. Okay, I know this is crazy. Okay, so that's kind of the the mindset behind all of this. And I, I could talk about this forever. There's so much things that we're trying to push ourselves into, right? We're trying to fit our business into this crazy mold that we've, re- we've built based off the messages we've received, right? To have a successful business, I need to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And we're trying to do it all, right? And, and... I learned something interesting the other day, um, talking to a, she's a queen of productivity for moms. And, um, she had this really, really interesting philosophy that I've never heard of. And she was sharing about how we like talking about time management in business. Um, we try and fit our days into a 24 hour cycle. And as moms, that's actually kind of destructive because that's not how our bodies naturally work. That's the cycle of a man. (laughs) Okay. So if you like a man's body, a man's hormones will cycle every 24 hours. Okay. And I mean, think about your husband. Like, I, I don't know if this is true for you, but at least for my husband, he is the best. He's best at his planning and organizing his day in the morning. Right. And then by the end of the day, he's like, just give me the physical stuff because the brain power, the creativity is, is kind of gone. Right. And I was like, just, just let me work on something physical because the rest of it, you know, I can't, I can't plan anything anymore. Right. That's a cycle like the four seasons. Okay. You have your spring, you have your summer, you have your fall and your winter. And for a man, that's every 24 hours. Um, kind of like the sun, right? The sun rising, there's afternoon, there's evening, and then there's nighttime. Whereas women are in cycles of 28 days, regardless of if you have your monthly cycle or not, right? We kind of follow more like a lunar cycle, you know, from the new moon to the full moon and then back again, right? And 
And we think about it, like there will be weeks where you're just like on fire, just like boom, 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 I'm creating, I'm going, and this is awesome, this is rock awesome, and this is great, like, right, you're up in the morning, you're getting your exercise in, and everything's awesome, and then there will be next other weeks where we just lag a little bit, right? And she, she made this analogous to your 28-day monthly cycle, and I thought this was so fascinating because she really talked about stop trying to throw your productivity into a man cycle, um, especially in business. Like we we got to work it with our female cycle, right? The feminine way to do things in that we, we do things in 28 days. So we'll have like a week where we're really, really great at planning and, and sharing and the content stuff in, and then we'll have a week where we are better at implementing and the action, right? And then, and then she said something really interesting. She actually said that women, um, the week that we are, um, ovulating is actually the week where we have like the most pheromones and we are actually like more attractive to people, right? They want to be with us more. I'm like, heck, use that as your really great week for being on social media and talking to people, man, wouldn't that be great? Um, and then of course the one we always forget, especially if you're the queen of doing too much is allowing winter to come. Okay. Because when winter comes, your next year will be all the better. Does this make sense? Okay. So, so for example, um, I grew up in the Midwest, uh, not the Midwest, excuse me, <laughs> the Mountain West. And it's dry here, okay? It's, it's very dry. It's not humid at all, um, which means evenings are cooler than the day in the summers, right? And the winters are pretty mild, okay? But we spent about two years living in, um, in Missouri. And it is humid there, guys. <laughs> it's humid. And the crazy thing was, I mean, winters were cold, like bitter cold. Have you ever been there? Like it just, it pierces to your bone and it's just cold. But I found myself rooting for the winter and hoping that it was cold. That it was a really, really cold, dead winter. And this is why, because the colder the winter, the less bugs there were in the summer. Okay. So summer being the time where you're, you're growing, right? We had a garden too. So the time where your, your garden is truly growing and you're preparing for the end of summer and, and fall where you can harvest, right? And the less bugs that there were, the more harvest I could get, right? So the deeper the winter, the colder the winter, the better my harvest. Do you see this analogy, right? allow your winter to be there allow the energy you know if you if you're a tree if you if you uh remember biology from high school right in the winter the leaves fall off the energy of the tree actually goes back to the to the center to its core into its roots right it's not putting out energy into the branches and leaves anymore it's bringing it in and it's storing it to last through the winter so that it can blossom out and bloom and grow again in the summer it grows further in the summer when there's a winter and back (laughs) gardening analogies I guess we're into gardening analogies today if you've ever 
gardened before, um, or ever let anything go to seed and try to grow seeds yourself. Um, if you try, my son does this all the time. He takes the seeds straight out of like the fruit, right? The apples and the pears. So, like, oh mom, I'm going to plant this and I'm going to go to a tree and it's going to be great, right? And he literally takes it out, puts it in a, a moist cloth in the window and waits for it to bloom or to sprout. And it never happens. Do you know why? Because there was no winter. The seed needs winter to grow. Okay. And, and obviously, um, tropical plants are a little bit different <laughs> this way, but, but they still need a change of season as a way to signal to them. Right. So for example, with the apple seeds, we will let them dry and we'll actually put them in the freezer to signify winter. And there's actually a certain amount of time that things and too many like hours, right. That different seeds need to have it being cold before they're actually ready to grow and give you the growth that you need. Okay. So in your business, let winter come. Okay. This is the one thing we miss the most as being Queens of doing too much. We forget to have a winter. You have to let your seeds rest so that they will be ready to blossom. You have to let the seeds sit so that they'll be ready to give you a harvest. Okay. Okay. So whew, practical tips for allowing winter. Okay. We're going to get into the practical side of things. I always, always, always trying to bring you some actionable things that you can do to practice what we're talking about mindset wise. Okay. So let's let winter come in and, and do this. So here's what we're going to do, um, for time management in your business. Okay. We're going to start with business then we're going to go to your life because they have to balance out. Otherwise it goes crazy, right? So time management in your business, let's make sure we're setting appropriate goals. Okay. Set the right goals. Okay. Be very, very clear about what it is you want to accomplish. Where are you going to be? Okay. If you want to be growing Instagram, your focus needs to be on Instagram. If you want to be growing Facebook, your focus needs to be on Facebook. If you're trying to figure out how to sell, your focus needs to be on leading to the sale, right? What is your goal? Bring it to one. Okay. You're going to protect that time. Okay. So you have time for spring, right? For creating and crafting and planning, right? You have a time in summer for planting the seeds, for nurturing the seeds, right? For getting them growing. And then the fall for harvesting, protect the time for each of those things, especially, especially, especially for winter, allow the winter to come. Okay. Um, and, and focus on, on the tasks that you're doing best right now, because that's really where you're going to make sure that you're not wasting the time. Okay. Um, and then you're going to take off all the things that you don't need to be doing. Okay. Don't try and do too much. It will kill you. I promise. <laughs> I promise because I've been there. Um, okay. So don't try and do it all. Just do what you can do best right now. Okay. Um, so you're going to set goals, set your goals. What are you working on? protect the time. How much time are you giving it? Okay. 
And especially as a mama, if you have young kids at home, you say, you know what? I need two hours, four hours, however much time it is. And that needs to be without your kids. Okay. I tell you this because I love you and I have been there trying to work at home with your kids is incredibly distracting. Okay. So if you have your kids, you're going to have to work your schedule differently, or you're going to have to find a way to have a babysitter, a nanny, preschool, something. Okay. Because you need to be able to focus every time the baby asks for something, every time your child is asking for something, it's going to distract you. Okay. Do you know how much time we waste switching tasks? If you're in on a task, you're right, you're preparing your content, you're writing a blog post, you're sharing something, right? And your child comes in and says, hey, mommy, I want cheese. I want goldfish. Can I have some juice or some water, or some milk, right? You're distracted, right? You, your brain has to switch. Oh, wait, I have to switch and do something else. Even if you're telling them no or you're telling them not right now, it's going to take your mind longer to get back on track and back on task if you're distracted, So there has to be a time where you can work without distraction. Absolutely. Protect that time for your business because then it will allow you to protect that time for your family. Vice versa. You've got to protect that time because if you don't, who is? Who will do it for you if you don't? You feel me? You feel what I'm picking up for you? What I'm putting down for you, I mean? Um, If you don't have a routine, if you don't have a system, if you don't have the tools, find them. Set a routine. Try it out. Find a system, test it out, try making it work, okay? And as much as you can, delegate. Have somebody else do it. Look, honey, I know you're amazing. I know that you can do so many things. You can create Pinterest pins. You can grow on Pinterest. You absolutely can grow your Facebook group. You can grow the traffic to your blog. You can build a website. Oh, honey, I know you can do it. But should you? Is this what you should be doing when you only have a maximum of four peak hours of brain time? Do you want to be using that time for creating your website? Or do you want to be using that time talking to clients, helping your clients, getting your clients results? Because that's ultimately what makes you money. Think on that for a second. Delegate it, okay? I am a huge proponent of asking somebody else to do things that they're good at. Somebody else is absolutely fantastic at creating Pinterest pins and growing Pinterest accounts. There's another person that is phenomenal at helping you nail your branding and getting it on your website. It saves you time because you can focus on what you are best at and getting the clients that you can help. Okay, you feel me? I know it's scary, especially if you're only starting. I know I've been there I know it's scary. Okay. Now let's jump into some practical tips for just momhood. Um, Feeling productive as a mom so that you can protect your time in momhood and family life as well as protect your time is as a, as a online entrepreneur, right? If time blocking works for you, absolutely time block, whatever you need to do, but know that when it's time for your family, it is not time for your business. Put your phone down, put your computer away, whatever it is you need to do. I am awful. I know this is my weakness. I am awful. If I have my phone with me, I'll think of something. I'll get distracted and 30, 40 minutes later, I'll be like, holy crap. I just ignored my kids for 40 minutes because I got distracted. I went to write something down. I went to look up one question and lost. Okay. Put the phone down. Walk away. 
people will be okay for a couple hours, right? Um, it's okay. And, and include your kids in your daily tasks as a housewife, right? Don't just say, okay, now I have four hours to go play with my kids. Your kids don't need four hours of straight up you playing with them attention. Okay. Give them some of your time playing and say, Hey, let's go. Like this morning, my kids and I did laundry. (laughs) We loaded the laundry, put it in the dryer. We hung up the ones that were, were air drying. We sang songs. We sang row, row, row your boat. Skidamarinky-dinky-dink. What else do we sing? We just sang songs, okay? We sang songs. I made it a game for them. We sang songs and we just played. That's it. That's all we did. And it was fun for them. And they watched the washer go around, um, fill up with water and put the soap in. And, you know, Um, make those tasks fun. Let them help you. If you need to schedule a specific time, say, hey, every night, 30 minutes, they go to bed, that's my trigger. I'm going to go clean for 30 minutes. Whatever it is you need to do to feel like you can be present with them. Okay? Because, again, like I said before, if you can't protect your time, your me time, your business time, it will bleed into your mom family time and you won't be able to protect that either. Okay? So, this is episode 10 of more than enough talking about the queen of doing too much having too much on your plate and the burnout that this creates i hope you found at least one okay i don't want you to feel stressed out about all the advice you gave today all the things we talked about okay find one thing one task you're going to implement one thing you're going to work on this week to get better at this okay and ultimately Some of this stuff comes from a limiting belief inside us about whether or not we're valuable enough, whether we're wanted enough, and we numb this by working, 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 right? Because we're scared to face what will happen if we don't. If this is you, let's get on a call because it won't go away just by thinking happy thoughts. That's the number one thing, number one mistake people make with um, mindset work with therapy work, like just positive affirmations, just think happy, right? Your body, your internal self knows when you're just lying. Please don't try and fake it till you make it. It just makes it worse. Okay. There's absolutely a key, a personal secret for you finding that relief so that you no longer have to be the queen of doing too much and you can just be you. And I can help you find that if you're ready ladymindboss.com slash breakthrough dash session if you're ready awesome i will talk to you guys later have a lovely lovely week ladies so thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of more than enough working on becoming the right person instead of finding the right people in our businesses find one tip today that will help you and we'll talk to you next time This episode was sponsored by the VIPs of awesomeness. The VIPs are the first ones who get their questions answered and the topics that they're curious about covered in upcoming episodes. They get first dibs. Supporters who become VIPs get to ask me their specific questions and get them covered. So you can become a VIP for as little as 99 cents a month at 
anchor.fm forward slash more dash than dash enough slash support. If that was too long for you, there's a link right below in the show notes. Just click on support this podcast and sign up. So excited to get answering your questions next.